Hey, what's up, everyone? We're back, baby. <laughs> baby. <laughs> We're back <laughs> after more than a month of hiatus. We're back. I mean, it was sabbatical. Sabbatical. <laughs> after a month of going away in a far country, um, squandering our <laughs> inheritance. All right. <laughs> we are back. The Prodigals. Volume two of the Prodigals podcast is upon us. What's in store? What's in store for this season? I don't know. I honestly don't know, but <laughs> yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> now we know. We know where we're going. We can't reveal that to you. You just have to roll with us. As we go along, um, surprises. We like surprises. So, more topics to talk about, and definitely more laughs. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. With all that said, welcome to hopefully. the Prodigals Podcast, where we talk about all kinds of topics relating to faith and culture. Yes, we discuss topics not normally preached in a pulpit or talked about during Bible studies. That is why we are here for you, and to start the year. I am joined by Alan and Billy. Yo. Yo. Hello. Hi, guys. I am Happy New Year. For the first Table Talks of this season, we will be talking about the very fun topic. Very light. It won't be too much energy or effort to talk about it. Not a polarizing uh, topic. Oh, not, at all. not a polarizing topic. Yeah. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> just casual. Just having a casual conversation. You know. But so yeah, we'll be talking about vaccines. No big deal. No big deal. NBD. No. <laughs> NBD. NBD. Vaccines. It's 2021, and COVID pretty much made its round to most of the world. And so, all the pharmaceutical companies have been busy trying to come up with vaccines to tr- fight further spread of this virus. But, like so many things in this world, it's not met without criticism. People are divided. Many have said they don't want to take it. Others say they do. Then there are people in the middle. And, of course, there are those Christians who made it or who are making it a religious issue? Should it be? Uh, how should we go about this issue? All that and more in this episode. Table talks. First question. Just like anything else, I guess we can talk about what vaccines are and what do they do. For you nurses. Oh, goodness gracious me. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. It's been such a long time. Okay. It's like... How can we make this really very simple? Okay, so we have every human being we have on our immune system. And when there is a foreign or- organism that enters into our body, oh, shoot, what does our immune system do? Oh, no, we have no, we don't know what this is. This is a foreign object. What do we do? You know what? Our immune system creates antibodies against this organism, and um, it will repeatedly create more and more antibodies. So, second time around, if this 
the same foreign organism comes around, they're like, oh, we have a defense against this. And your body's like, all right, we can fight against it. And then that's when your antibodies kick in. And then that's when it will destroy the organism. Dun, da, da, da. Thank dun, you, immune system. Destroy them. Thanks, thanks God, for a great immune system. <laughs> so smart, so smart. Um, with vaccines, um, it's it essentially introduces the uh, an inactive uh, version of the organism. So therefore, your body will recognize it as a foreign organism, but it will not. I, I I'm pretty sure. It, yeah, it's not going to harm your body in the way the organism itself would disrupt your uh, your body, making you sick. But your body has a chance to make antibodies against it. So let's say when the real organism hits, your your body's like, oh, we have a defense. We have a defense for this already um, because of the vaccine. And your body's like, all right, no problem. And Organism destroyed. <laughs> but I, I feel this is going to get technical. Um, it will get technical. This, yeah, this spoiler, like a, spoiler alert. This is going to be a technical. Because I'm pretty sure that, uh, I guess, recipe of vaccine is what we have right now. Is like you introduce the dead version of the, of the yeah. virus. Yeah. Body makes antibodies. And then when... Like the flu, when the flu season hits, you have antibodies against it, so your body can fight against it. Gives it a fighting chance. Yeah. Um, with this new COVID vaccine, it's a from what I read, it's a new technology essentially where they in, inject you with mRNA. So your body, <laughs> you you're essentially injecting your body with the recipe to make the antibodies. So your body will create those antibodies. <laughs> it's it's so, mm. it's very very different. Does that make yeah. sense? Because the mRNA is essentially like a, a cook, like a recipe so it's a recipe with all the things that your body will be like oh we need this this and this and we'll make antibodies against covid so that's the the new thing of what the covid vaccine is so it's, it's different than what um normal vaccines would yeah. do yeah 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 like i mean traditionally yeah like it is different this time around when we're talking about the covid vaccines that's coming out um you know, traditionally, it would be either dead viruses or weakened viruses. They nuke it or whatever, and they grow it in like eggs. That's why people that have egg allergies, you can't take those the the flu vaccines, right? Because oh, a lot of these, yeah, really? that's why a lot of yeah, that's why a lot of the a lot of the vaccines. If you're allergic to eggs, you can't take that, right? Because it, it has egg, you know, essentially egg stuff in it, and and your body reacts to that in a not so great manner. Not a great way. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly the way we wanted to do it. This one's a little bit different uh, when we're talking about. But I mean, I'm, I mean, are we are we talking specifically about the COVID or just vaccines in general? Just because, vaccines in general. Yeah, because vaccines. We can definitely talk about vaccines in general. Yeah, I mean, it's particularly relevant now because of yeah, exactly COVID vaccine coming up, right? right. Yeah, and because what Billy was saying is like this is, I mean, this new stuff that's coming out. And technically, it's been around. I mean, it's been researched. It's, you know, it's not a new idea. The 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 way that the the COVID COVID vaccine is being put out, it's been researched. But I and I think there have been um, vaccines that have been put out there already. Um, it's just that it hasn't been on a mass scale like it is, you know, um, now, right? Mm-hmm. I think they they were doing it with. Um, a couple of the the um, the pandemics that were in previous years, mm-hmm. 
or less, or at least ep epidemics. I can't remember which one there are. I think it's not MRSA. Um, Billy, do you remember what uh, what was being out there like two years ago, two or three two years, years ago? ago? Yeah, two or three years ago, Ebola? they had vaccines that started to use that mRNA technology. Oh, and, really? I didn't even know that. Wow. Yeah. So that's that's uh, trust me. The reason why I did that is because I've got kids, right? And I'm I don't I because it's it's different. I'm not sure, you know, I have to do some research. I have to do my research into whether I'm, this is safe for my kids and, and stuff because it is essentially new, right? And every so often I would give people the flu shot. So I'm completely um, comfortable with, you know, that, the traditional way of, of doing the vaccines. However, this new stuff, because it's a little bit new and because, you know, uh, there's a rush job element to it. I think that um, it's starting to come up, you know, in conversations because, you know, of that things. And then you've got anti-vaxxers and I guess we'll, we'll talk about um, all that good stuff. Um, and when we get around to it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Are we going <laughs> to, we are right. We're, that's what we're gonna, there, so, I mean, oh, there's a whole shoot. bunch of My like conversation oh, topics no. that we got to get to. Um, but yeah, the way that I understand vaccines is that it's basically, you know, you're, you're, you're game planning your body for an infection. Like you're, you're assuming that you're going to get it at some point. And basically it's, just, you're, you're giving, you're giving your body a practice run to be able to, you know, to be able to get into that fight. Okay. So this sounds great and all that. And it sounds a like a time. magical thing. Sounds like it's a good thing, fighting That's diseases, fighting virus. Um, you don't want to get sickness at all. You don't want to. You want to avoid it at all costs. But I know there are people who are against it. So, what are some reasons that people may be warning against vaccines, or especially now? Let's talk about COVID vaccine. Why are? Why do you think people are? so adamant and saying we shouldn't I know, I know the far sort of like the far out like i mean there's 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 an extreme view of why people don't want to do it like that's the only one that i i kind of understand oh actually i think there's more but anyways the one that i know of that's like kind of like out there is that um there's a certain percentage of a population that it has a has a huge distrust of governments, governmental mm -hmm. things, mm -hmm. and so um, they're uh, they believe. I don't want to say paranoid. They believe <laughs> they believe um, that that vaccines is a way of the government um, putting something into your body to to either control you or yeah to control Stop you us. in some in some manner. Right. Um, yeah, under the guise of, you know, health, you know, being something that's mm -hmm. healthy for you and fighting yeah. off infections. Mm -hmm. But really, it's it's the government injecting you with some kind of um, nanotechnology to take over your brain and or take away your freedoms um, in oh, some manner. That doesn't sound good. No, I, no, I, 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 I understand that opinion. I don't necessarily follow that opinion. Well, so. our 
all these pharmaceutical companies like Pfizer, uh, BioNTech, are they part of the government or are they more private? private, private. private. More private, yeah. They're, they're definitely making private. capital gains. They're definitely making money like <laughs> off of all these vaccines, like. <laughs> And yeah, yeah, and I and I guess that some people don't want to take vaccines for just just because they don't want to. Like it's like a it's yeah, like it's 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 the like big pharma. Yeah, a rebellion thing. against the the big pharma. Like you know, I'm not going to do this because I'm, I don't want to help you. I don't want to do whatever. It's kind of like the way that I feel about gas companies. <laughs> I, I wish I because you know, like at least here in the Western society, like our 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 gas slash petroleum you know when you have to fill up your car with gas right i'm always seeing you know there's supposed to, you have different companies they're supposed to be you know com- um competing against one another but they all mm-hmm. their all their gas prices rise the same way they're all the same all across same whatever across and, the board. I think, and i think they're just you know they're all kind of, kind of conspiring against you just like yeah <laughs> there's enough to go around for everybody because Whoa. Like, whatever so yeah, I'm all about like I'm yeah, so I'm really rooting here. for like the the electric car company like industry. <laughs> I really want that to come along because I really don't like oil companies at this point, right? And it hasn't. And I wish I could say it's 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 altruistic in that you know they're polluting the polluting the uh, the environment, <laughs> but really it's about you. Know, you're you're stealing my money when you want yeah. to. Like it's just the way that they. The way that they increase prices, like it's it to me, it it doesn't make sense unless you say they're trying to gouge you, right? They're just trying mm-hmm. to get as much money as you can, and I and so I get that. I get that why why some people might say <laughs> might want not to get vaccinated because they don't want to have anything to do to benefit big pharma. But in that regard, you're kind of like you know putting yourself and maybe, you know, people that you love in, in a little bit of and risk as opposed one. to like a gas company. Well, you know, I just, if I don't decide to drive or I don't go driving too much, that's not going to, you know, that's not going to affect a whole lot of people. Right? That's understandable. That makes sense to me. That's the way that I'm justifying it. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. I don't care. <laughs> so what you're saying <laughs> is that you're saving for a Tesla. I, I'm, I wish I could afford a Tesla. Mercy. If one of our yeah, if one of our listeners wants to gift me one, mm. I would mm. I would not. This hesitate. is why we need to start a Patreon so yeah. we can uh, start <laughs> saving up, in making up funds for uh, Alan's Tesla, right? <laughs> or any of the so, new ones that are coming out, Rivian or look out whatever. for our Patreon. <laughs> no, we're just gonna GoFundMe actually. <laughs> GoFundMe <laughs> against big gasoline. <laughs> OPEC is my bane. Like, it's just, I can't. I can't. Man. It's so, so funny because it's, fo- it's so funny you say that because you're one of the people that I know that travel and drive a lot. A lot. I know that's, <laughs> that's what really annoys me is that I love long driving. And so it's this necessary evil that I have at this point. Like, I have to gas up and stuff. Mm. And every time I Dang. do it, I just, mm. <laughs> Necessary evil. Yeah. Well, so. that sounds like me being a healthcare worker and how I should <laughs> be vaccinated. Oh. Right? Uh, mm. I don't know. Actually, it's. I think there was a study. There's like studies or just in for like, I think it was in Canada. I don't know where it was. 
but I think oh in Canada I know in Canada uh, I think for the long-term care homes uh, I know they did their rounds in all the long-term care homes in Toronto I think or Ontario not too sure um, but they I think they did a survey and I think less than 50% of uh, I guess like frontline workers chose to get vaccinated so I think the percentage was only 43% of healthcare workers were vaccinated wow hmm. Yeah, which is kind of kind of incredible, to be honest with you. And I mean, even I, I was talking to like my colleagues and and talking about the vaccine, and I told them like, I, even I have some apprehension apprehension against it, just because, again, like the emergency order that was made so they can create this vaccine and then get okayed, and then it just came out so quick, and we will never. And it, it's kind of scary, like being like the like this is all happening so fast, mm-hmm. and we are like the guinea pigs. We are the first guinea pigs of this vaccine and we'll never know what the long-term effects could possibly be, right? Yeah. I mean, that reason I understand. As you were saying, it was a it was a very rushed um, thing that they did with the vaccines. I'm not saying that they rushed it. I think most of the major pharmaceutical companies that are producing this vaccine have gone through rigorous testing and all yeah, that for sure. but but at the same time you i don't think i can fault people for thinking that it's still unsafe especially if it's just the first round of vaccinations or the first rounds of vaccines that have been produced uh, yeah, i think like yes my thinking right yeah so my thinking with technology is the same way so when apple first came out with a phone with it the iPhone, I was like, I don't think I'm going to get the first iPhone uh, because I want to get something that's already polished mm-hmm. or uh, don't get the first PS5 that comes out, that comes out, get the later models because that's when, that's when, you know, all the bugs have been fixed or all, all the things that were, um, that they didn't really test for, um, have, you know, been fixed. So. I guess I can understand that. And there are reports out there that there are side effects. But at the same time, I think, as with anything, there's side effects. For sure. Tylenol has side effects. Mm -hmm. Any medicine that you take, there will be side uh, effects. You might be allergic to, right? Uh, If you drink coffee, you might be tempted to talk about your coworker. (laughs) <laughs> side effect of caffeine is you want to gossip gossip uh just joking yeah so with anything i think there will be side effects and that can't be avoided unfortunately and i don't really as much as i don't want to say that that's part of life because that's that's kind of insensitive like you might go through you might take this vaccine and have a side effect and that's just reality mm. yeah I, I think you know i mean with with the um with the phone example with early technology example um i think most people are understanding about this i, I think what 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 brings this topic a little bit more to the forefront now uh today is the stakes 
that we have, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's high stakes to it, right? Uh, people die from COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, our, our economic, you know, resiliency is being tested as a Western mm-hmm. society, as a global mm-hmm. society, is being tested because of this pandemic. Um, and so there's a lot that's riding on, you know, whether you get it or, you know, whether we are able to vaccinate it against or not, or whether we able to defeat this, you know, for lack of a better term, to defeat uh, and overcome, you know, the grips of this, of COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's bringing it to the forefront. And, you know, the fact that it is the what usually takes decades, not decades, sorry, years to at least a decade to to get um, a vaccine from conception all the way to to market, right? And it all gets compressed into a year, year and a half. You know, it's starting to freak people out. Plus, you know, it is a new sort of technology that we don't, you know, that hasn't really been tested, mm. right? So all of that sort of, com- you know, combines to make this perfect storm of, hey, should I be, should I not be taking this, right? Or I'll, I'll wait and I'll whatever. And back to Billy's point, you know, that study, I wanted to say, you know, as a, you know, as a former nurse, as your nurse, mm-hmm. you know, as a former healthcare worker, we make the worst patients anyways. So we know we're not going to, like, <laughs> we know we're not going to, to, you know, adhere to whatever. Plus, you know, you know healthcare workers has been dealing with this, you know, for the past year. And so you've got your PPE, you've got your, your, your things in place. And even though you, you know, that um, healthcare workers and essential workers, you know, they get, put in places where they can get infected and they do, it's almost like you still have the, Hey, um, I'm safe. I'm, I'm careful. It's not going to happen to me mentality. Mm-hmm. Right. So why should I, whatever. Plus, and then, you know, like me, there are people that just don't get it because we don't like needles. It has well, nothing to do necessarily <laughs> nothing with, to do with, nothing to do with the, the technology or anything like that. I just that. don't, <laughs> I I don't, don't like, like needles. I, I give the flu shot. I don't take it because I don't like needles. That's that's really the straight you know, up, eh? Straight, All right. straight up, straight up. If I don't have to take it, I won't. And I think that's a lot of people's mentality, right? That if I don't have to take it, I won't because I'll be okay, right? Because I don't want to get hit with like this needle. I don't want to get <laughs> side effects. It's also scary. It's also new. It's all like whatever. And I'll just stay in my house because, you know, government is sending me checks. I I, I don't know idea why they re- the reason yes. they do it. But, yeah, uh, but there's there's ample reasons why, you know, you, if you wanted to find a reason not to take it, you can find one. Oh, yeah. You can definitely find a reason not to take it. Wow. So where do we go now? Like, do we take, are you going to take it? Am I going to take it? I was really oh afraid. Goodness. Like I'm and I'm talking to my brother who is a doctor. Mm-hmm. Right? Um about this whole thing because you know um I, I think we should we should also mention that the M- mRNA it is a recipe as Billy said, but the recipe comes from your own DNA. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's coming from inside yourself. This is the first like this is the first um sort of vaccine that actually goes inside your cell. Right. Oh yeah. wow! Everything else is everything else is just like, hey, like it's you it's being recognized it's like outside by your, of yourself. Yeah, yeah. You it's, introduce it, and yeah, your body all the other vaccines is like defense, your other right? your other immune system parts. You know, they recognize it. They kick in. They'll your, kick your, in. Your, yeah. And your cell, it's and your cells itself, 
uh, you know, the DNA within your cell, they start manufacturing the mRNA itself, right? Mm-hmm. And produces it itself. So it's your body's response to it, right? Mm. All that's being <clears throat> all that's being circumvented is that you're you're fast tracking the infection and you're crippling it so you don't it's not harmful to you. Even <laughs> and I have to address something. There are some people that are out there that says, I don't take the flu shot because last time I got the flu shot, I got the flu. I got sick. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, roll my okay. eye. Roll okay, my let eye me, so hard. Can, can we, okay, let, me, let me just at least explain this much, okay? When you get a flu shot, when you get a vaccine, you might get flu-like symptoms like a fever, like body ache, um, body like... Ache. Like whatever, but those are your body's response to getting infected in general. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay, you're actually not in danger of it. It's just your body being like it's your body going into full force. Uh Yeah, full force. It's almost like um, you know how we how I said that this is a a practice run for whatever that for that fight. It's like your body's going into like they're going full force. It's like okay, there's no. Whatever we're practicing as if it was happening right now, and that's what's happening to your body. Mm-hmm. Mm. But but I, I guess people will take that and say, "Well, I already got infected, so why am I going to inf- why why would I really want to infect myself?" Well, first of all, the infection like your 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 body responses is not going to be the longest as long as if you were infected with the real flu yeah. shot. Like, and it's not take- going to be as detrimental as. How yeah, possibly well, you can go it's far not going to be as long, them? right? Yeah. Because you, you, uh, if you get infected by the flu, you're out for a week, week and a half, two weeks. I right? hate the flu. <laughs> right? Get your flu shot then. But if you, if if you, yeah, get your flu shot. If you get a flu shot, right? Yeah, you might have the body ache. Yeah, you might get fever, but that's only like two days, two or three days. Yeah. Fuck it up, cupcake. Right? Get it on a Friday. So, right. Get on a Friday. And, and, and that's easily again. mitigated to if you take a Tylenol, a Motrin, uh, Advil. By the way, we're not sponsored. But, you know, you oh, take wow. all that Pretty stuff many. to take away Big the body problem. ache, the fever, and you're okay. Right? So there's that aspect of sort of the vaccine. This one's a little bit different. So I was talking to my brother about it, and I'm saying, I don't know if I want to do it. I don't know if I want to take it. I definitely know I don't want to give it to my kids right away because sure. we want to see – you know how people react to it. Yes, yeah. the the third the third trial uh, the third stage in a trial for any vaccine involves great number of people, tens of mm-hmm. thousands of people to see mm-hmm. what kind of whatever is out there. But you'll still have. I mean, it's still you know it's it, tens of thousands of people is not millions of people. Still, yeah, yeah, for sure, right. And so I get from that standpoint. Definitely, I want to you know, sort of sit back. If I don't have to take it, I, I, I won't. Right? There's also, yeah. And that reason that you just gave, I think reminded me of this fake news that's circulating that COVID-19 yes. COVID vaccines are out there to kind of mutate your DNA or rewrite your DNA sequencing. Oh, zombie yeah. baby. So, yeah. Um, I don't know where that came from, but, and, <laughs> It's making me laugh because uh, I remember Manny. Um, shout out to Manny. Shout out Manny. Manny uh, posted this this joke where, um, so in the joke in in the post that he shared, it's a guy that pretended to be um, inoculated with a COVID vaccine that came from the untested 
and um, I think unverified Russian vaccine. So Sputnik. Sputnik. So he said, "Oh, I just got the Russian vaccine for COVID," and two days now, there's nothing really happening. And then it's a paragraph, right? And as he went on with a paragraph, he started slowly going into Russian Slavic <laughs> oh, characters. Oh, <laughs> there's nothing wrong. And then at the end, <laughs> so it's just like there's nothing wrong with, and then it goes into like Slavic characters. Speaking Russian, starts speaking Russian, and then the end. At the end, he says, "Comrade." <laughs> <laughs> So it's, it's just something funny, but I think it's a real fear for others uh, since that the idea was circulating that the COVID vac- some of the COVID vaccines that are out there may be used to alter your DNA, mm. which have been disproven by many. So. Yeah. yeah, the way I understand it, you have to have a you have to have these three really complex actions that your cell doesn't do like you have to like get like it has to be manufactured in your body for your dna to to change from mrna right so it takes a whole lot more sort of manipulation um from the outside in order to change it so that's i'm sort of you know warming up to the idea of this mrna but like at first it was really scary because you hear you hear that it it first goes into your cellular body. It's the one that that writes code in order to to produce something, right? It's producing the protein, and then not only is it producing a protein, it's producing the protein on the cell itself, right? So someone can take that and say, "Well, it's it's changing the cell," right? Um, and so that that was that might be enough to like scare people off and say, "You know, I don't want to take it because it's actually." M- mutating my own cell by itself but you want to become an x-men though so i mean so save i get the it the save the world <laughs> heroes um but going back to sort of like the, also how fast it's gone, I think they've cut down the amount of time mainly because of production, like the production that needs to go, and they've sort of like, I don't know. So so there's, it's not. Uh, you can you can have a fear that they skipped that they cut corners, and so this is unsafe. I just don't see that happening. But I, you know, I, that's I really yeah. doubt it. And at this point, if they skip anything, I think. It would be readily available for millions of people, but at this point, there's even shortages that's happening, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think people just fail to understand that these these vaccines and these things that they create has, like, again, we said it before, they go through rigorous testing, clinical trials. They don't just like take it out of their butts. Here we go. Vaccine recipe. All right, here you go. <laughs> well, the other thing is like if you have if you produce a vaccine that is detrimental to somebody, you're basically I mean, it's it's economic suicide for your company because there are other companies out there that are coming out with their own whatever. So it's not like uh, no, there's only one company that has yeah, yeah. the vaccine for it. 
Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. All these others will whatever. And they'll leave you in, into the, they'll leave your company in the dust. Not only that, you're probably going to have a bad reputation. Your stock is going to tank and that's it for your company. So right. you better come out with something that works. Uh, mm-hmm. That works for well. Sure. Because it's not even in their self, even in their own selfish intent and their yeah. self interest, it's for the good of <laughs> their own company. Yeah, that's the, effective and, and for like the greater good of humanity, I guess, in that sense. So, yeah. Oh wow, we're 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 really standing up for Big Pharma now, eh? <laughs> Sponsor us. Um, Sponsor us, Big Pharma. <laughs> this next message is brought to you by Pfizer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Although I will say the AstraZeneca Oxford one is kind of scary because that actually goes inside the nucleus. Oh right? snap! So that one, that one seems a little that that one's a one step further to like Ooh, uh, deeper and deeper. Don't know if I want to take that one. <laughs> For sure. So, <laughs> so that's that you just gotta scary. choose which company. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. It's just, you know, Are it's there just reviews? Like Who do you want? Which brand do you want to support? <laughs> I just gotta read reviews first. Yeah. Read <laughs> four reviews. star, five star, <laughs> four, star. four and a half. Oh my gosh! I just no. imagine YouTube like reviews of people like the vaccine. <laughs> Unboxing. Unboxing. You know how, like, uh, makeup artists, they get influencers, like, oh, so this is the vaccine here. On the white table, taking it out. Yeah. It's got some some documentation. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. This little film. (laughs) My goodness. Uh, Yeah, Pfizer sent this to me. I just got it. BioNTech. I'm going to get it. Hashtag ad. Yeah. Anyways. So, so there's a lot <laughs> of reasons why people don't want to take it. Um, mm-hmm. I can see why for some of them, like just don't want to get a needle. Uh, you're okay without it. You've been dealing with what, you know, I, I get that, that portion. The question is, are you doing, are you doing more harm than good by not taking it? I guess that that would really be the question. Yeah, and that's the mm-hmm. other question. Yeah, because that's the question that people ask and are having trouble with too. It's just if I don't get if vaccines work so well on you, then why are you scared if I don't get it? Right, like people ask that if if the vaccines work so well, then why are the people who have taken vaccine telling those who don't want to to take it? If it works for them. Right. So that's their question. That is a question. Um, and to throw that throw <laughs> throw us into the Christian context, there will be people that will say, Well, God is my protector. <laughs> God is my healer. Praise the Lord. Right? Praise him. Um Raise your hands. <laughs> yeah, and so and I was listening to this. Uh, this one popular speaker that say, "Why take the vaccine when you increase your in, in your chances of getting infected, right? When not getting it is like this percentage, but it's greater if you like whatever." So that was the logic, right? You're increasing your chances to get infected if you take the vaccine, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't think it works quite the way that his logic think, is saying. Yep, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think that's how that, that works. But because of the because of the influence of this one particular speaker you know they're going to, you know, it's what people want to hear, right? When people are scared, 
you know, and they want to, they want to hear that there's oh, a different way, you know, they'll take that and they'll run with it. If mm-hmm. somebody gives them permission to think that way, and we've seen that the past couple of years, if somebody, mm-hmm. you know, gives them an out of not to do something that maybe is not, you know, is not pleasant for them to do, they'll take that. They'll run They're like, well, I don't have to do this because this person said da, 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 da. Yeah. And it's just human nature that way. We we avoid pain, we avoid suffering, we avoid you know, um, you know, difficulties mm. because mm-hmm. that's that's what we do. And so, um, you know, to the Christian perspective, why would I want to take that when God is my protector, God is my healer? Mm. Yeah, so a very big assumption that God wants to heal you and protect you. And not only that, uh, I <laughs> think. I think I'm fairly certain there are there's a percentage out there. And I don't know if, I don't know if we want to get into this right now, but there I'm sure there's a percentage out there that will think does taking the vaccine lead oh. to the mark of the beast? Ooh. <laughs> yeah, cuz cuz I think I, I wanted to that. ask what are the religious grounds for and against? Like are there any religious implications when talking about the vaccines? The vaccine Right. And as you said, there are there will be people that say, oh, God is my healer. God is my protector. But I, I that makes me I so uncomfortable know. for some reason. <laughs> by using that statement. Who? Well, I feel this like is the... it's like it's like I feel like I think we were talking. Uh, we had a conversation a long time ago. I, I it's, it was we were talking about sin and like, do we like um, it's like tempting God. Like, uh, I'm going to. Oh dear God, protect me from this sexual immorality while I go to the strip club and <laughs> and you know like look at nefarious websites and things like that. So God, as my protector and healer, I'm going to go out into the world and not take any precautions, knowing that there's a COVID virus out there in the world. Like, yeah. It doesn't make sense to me. It goes it really back to, make sense to me. so you're saying it goes back to presumption. Yeah, pres- it's presumptive I mean, grace. That's, one, that's yeah, that's what yeah. one he did. Presumptive that's, grace. That doesn't make that, that. I feel like that's what Christians can, like maybe a, a sect of Christians that may, they might take it in that way. So therefore, why do I need a vaccine? I don't need no vaccine. <laughs> I need no vaccine. I don't need no, no vaccine. Like at the Holy Spirit and Mark of the Beast. Yeah, do you guys know more about this Mark of the Beast thing? I just hear it as a joke all the time, <laughs> but like. <laughs> Okay, is it, so like for real, like is there? Do they have a legitimate basis? Um, well, okay, so it is what it is. Uh, okay, so let's. Uh, well, uh, if you uh, add uh, Pfizer, BioNTech <laughs> together, the letters the together. <laughs> of all the pharmaceutical companies. Oh my goodness! It leads to six six six, which is wow. the number. Wow. For the mark of the beast. There you go. According to Revelation, I think what most people latch on to is the fact that. <laughs> Um, there is talk that if, at least you know, in here in Canada, um, there is talk by government officials that if you don't have your, you know, if you if you don't have a verified sort of immune shot, like you can't verify that you got it, uh, some of the things will be limited in what you can do. Mm. Right. You can't go into public stores. Can't travel probably. Can't dine in restaurants yeah and so mm, they'll wow. take so, so, so from that from from that information um it'll be what will what will be in their head is uh, in revelation 13 
uh, verses 17, and he that decrees no one will be able to buy or sell except the one who has the mark. And so it's almost like, yeah, it's not the vir- the vaccine itself, but you will get the mark, right? And you can either totally believe in the efficacy of, of the vaccine, the reason why you should get it, mm-hmm. that's why you're going to get the mark on your forehead, which is traditionally interpreted as, you know, uh, as a true belief. Or the other thing is that you can just get it on your hand, which is the interpretation of you're only going along with it because it's logistically um, feasible for you to do so. Like it's it, you're doing it out of convenience, mm-hmm. right? You don't necessarily believe it, but you're doing it because it allows you to do, you know, to have to your, do... your quote unquote, your freedoms. Oh, mm. okay. Right. Okay. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. And so if you don't have this mark, Yes, 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 mark yes. of the vaccine that whatever then mm-hmm. you know you can't buy it yourself oh <laughs> mark of the beast okay. <laughs> right? oh, so yeah okay because well i i feel like that that doesn't okay no sorry mark no, you go you go okay, no because um the way that it's interpreted in the scriptures uh the people that interpret it that way claim that in the end days there will be uh one world one world government mm-hmm. and a single entity that controls everything mm-hmm. and so whatever that entity says goes and whatever and one of the things that that entity will require is the mark of the beast the mark or an identifier that I, that will say whether you are qualified to do business by or mm-hmm. sell or do all these you know mundane things that you we're we're doing now that we have the freedom like going to sure. stores going to walmart going to costco yeah. dining yeah. in restaurants ordering mm-hmm. Uber Eats, all these mm-hmm. things that kind of we take for granted sure um, later on it's interpreted that these freedoms will be taken away mm-hmm. if we don't willingly take that identifier or the mark in our foreheads or or, or just by like okay or, interesting yeah those are the symbols symbolism the symbols. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah but if we don't have that if we don't possess that identifying thing i guess therefore we, we won't have the freedom to do anything so with that going forward so if i <laughs> so say i am a person with the mark of the beast what does that mean for me now I'm just learning more about <laughs> prophecy now. <laughs> what does that mean for you? That what does that mean for me then? You're that you're with him, that you're with the beast, that you're rolling, oh, with that the you're beast. on that side, not not on that side, side. Eh? You're oh, on that side because the beast um, spoke as a dragon in verse eleven, exercises the authority of the first beast in his presence. So everything that you know the that we associate with evil, the with Satan. Right, the dragon, the beast, and so all mm-hmm. of that—that's that side, right? Okay. So you don't want you don't you don't want to be on that yeah, side. I want to be on that side. You don't yeah. want to be on that side. So anything that's in, involved in that, and um, the the mark or or being um, or being what's the not signed um, but sealed sealed. These are very powerful sort of imagery um, that's within the Christian context. 
Mm-hmm. Right. Because on one hand, if you have the mark of the beast, you're on that side. But if you're sealed with, you know, if you're sealed in God, then you're on his side. And so it, it, it's a, uh, it's the line in the sand. Mm-hmm. Right. It's which which side do you be, which side do you belong to? Right. And so, you know, there's this there's this aspect of 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 choosing, you know, um you know, choosing the one side or another, and it boils down to a lot of a lot of people will say, well, it'll it'll boil down to you know whether you accept the mark of the beast or not. So you're telling me this is this is boiling down to people deciding to choose to follow Jesus or to follow the follow the beast by yeah. deciding whether or not they take this vaccine, essentially. Yeah, and the, they might and people might go as far as to say, you know. Um, you know, if you don't trust God to protect you, if you don't trust God to heal you from this, then you don't, you know, you're not, you don't have faith in him. Therefore, you don't have faith in Jesus. Therefore, you're going to have the mark of the beast. Therefore, you're on the wrong side. I see. Okay. Fair. So, okay. I can see where they're coming from. I can definitely see that. Do I agree with them? I don't know if I do. So it's like <laughs> saying, if we go to the Old Testament, it's like saying to Moses, why wipe? Why put the blood of the lamb on our doorposts when we can trust God to protect our firstborn? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And when it comes down to illnesses and stuff like that, I mean, there are verses, there are passages in the Bible, you know, that doesn't necessarily (laughs) have miraculous healings, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And so you have examples like, Paul the Apostle telling Timothy, hey, take take some, you know, take some wine because it's good for your stomach for your ailments. Right? Um there's other things that need to be that's in Leviticus that says, hey, if you have this plague that and I've and I've been reading, you know, for my devotional, I'm stuck in Leviticus. So Wow, what a what a devotional to be having a devotional. It's it's you know, it's the one year Bible. Like you gotta read so I've gotta go through Leviticus. And one of the things the the one of the things that I've been going through this past week and or so is um the what do you have what do you what do you do when you have leprosy? Mm-hmm. Right, and so there's a lot of there's a lot of oh you've got to wash this you got to burn this you've, you you're you have to get out of the camp you're unclean and 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 whatnot mm. um, you know um, and your house can get leprosy your house can get leprosy you throw down whatever and so yeah it's in there yeah yeah because the priest the priest has to inspect your house to see if it has been well your your priest is basically you know your healthcare. Uh, your public health worker, Yo, right? They're the ones. Do the they're the most. ones that tell you if you're clean or not. Oh man, right? safe can safe to die in here. <laughs> right. So you got to show this priest everything, right? If this white spotch is, is starting to like grow or whatever, if it's starting to grow hair, if you know, if the, <laughs> if the hair starts turning white, um, and so there's wow. there's there's you know whatever to it, and so. I guess my point is is that you know, God would say, no, don't worry, just pray, and then it'll go away. That's not what he says, right? Mm. Uh, you know, when when um, when we get to, I know this is a little bit of a stretch, but when we get to Revelation and we get to, you know, sort of the church of Laodicea, you know, you're sick, you know, he called, God calls, you know, Jesus calls that church, you're sick, blind, poor, and naked, right? He doesn't say pray or like whatever. He says, you know, get salve for whatever i guess my point is is that 
yeah, there there are things that you take when you're sick. Yeah. Right? It's not like the Bible is saying you cannot put anything in your body when you get sick to whatever, right? Now, whether it's whether it's a pharmaceutical pharmaceutical made whatever or you've got a home remedy. Right? There are still things that you do when you have when you're coming down with something, when you have symptoms, when you have illness. Mm-hmm. And you do that, you know, to get better. It's not but I, I feel that there are Christians out there that use the blanket statement of God is my protector, God is my healer to say that it doesn't matter. I won't get, you know, I won't get uh, any kind of sickness or heal or sickness yeah. or illness. And I won't be close to death because God is whatever. And, you know, they'll use, use verses like, even though the, you know, even though the, the snake bites you, the venom won't like kill you or whatever and stuff. Mm, yeah. Mm. Um, and, and so there's, you know, on the one hand, it's hard not to, not to, it's hard to, to throw that away. Because as Christians, we believe in a supernatural God. Yeah. Mm. We, we believe in divine healing. We believe in divine protection. At the same time, it's not like the Bible is telling you, don't ever use medicine. <laughs> don't you, don't go to a health professional. Don't seek out, you know, don't, don't seek out help when you're, when you're struggling because, mm-hmm. you know, God can work through that, that way too. Mm, yeah. True that. Yeah. And who's to say, is it too heretical to say that medicine is sent by God as a means of protection? I wouldn't say that's heretical at all. So it it wouldn't be too far-fetched to say that vaccines are also out there used by God as a means of protecting his people. Could be. You could argue that. By by all means. You could argue that. Mm. Yeah. Well. (laughs) So as Christians then, (laughs) how should we go about this issue? Oh, um, I, I want to say, um, I want to say, if you're a Christian that 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 leans heavily on the Bible, which is great, just make sure you don't pick and choose what it is that you want to justify your actions. Mm-hmm. Right? You can't pick and choose verses in the Bible to say, okay, I'm not going to do this because this verse says this, and then just hone in on that one one particular verse. You have to look at its entirety. Remember, God tells us, hey, come together. Let's reason together. God is not a God of illogical, you know, um, illogical um, decisions. Mm. Right? There mm. are reasons and rhymes to what he does. It's just that sometimes we're not able to see it because we don't see the whole picture. Mm. Right. And so it seems so there, there, there are times where God's movement and God's way of doing things seem illogical to us. But the reason why it's illogical to us is because we don't see the whole picture. And if we would see the whole picture, then we would say, ah, that makes sense. That's why he did it. Because mm. if he didn't, the alternative is this. And there's no way I want to go that way. Yeah. Uh, and so that's the first thing that I would say. Like, don't pick and choose. If you're going to read your Bible, make sure that you read all of it. You know, if one particular, you know, issue is there, make sure you read all of it, not the one that that comes out and says, "Yeah, some," you know, that's very 
supernaturally based. Mm-hmm. That's a tough, that's a toughie, man. I would also say, be lot. Yeah, as I think it goes with your thing. It's just be logical. Think in principles rather than word by word, or being so grounded, not grounded, but sticking to the literal reading of the text and proof texting and putting all these texts together to form a single theory. Like every everyone can do that, you know. You can put you can put verses together to say that God supports slavery. Um, and so you can do that with anything. But if you take the Bible with principle uh, to see the whole scheme of things and see how God really works, I think that's the way to go. And when, you know, when Paul said in 1 Corinthians 10, I think, he said, whether you eat or drink or whatever you, whatever you do, I think when he said that, thinking and debating is, and sharing opinions is a part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever you, whatever you put in your mind and put out there in the world, make sure it's what will glorify God and make sure it's wise and not just things that came, you know, the fake news that came from YouTube or Twitter. Um, Facebook, man. Shoot. Just make sure you verify sources. Yeah, because the other side of things that may come out of this is through our, let's say I, I share these info, the information that are that in the end will be accepted as false. And when I put all these things out there, like what, and I say I'm a Christian, what will that say about me? How will people look at me? And in extension, how will, how will people look at the God that I follow? Mm-hmm. It won't, it won't be a good look. So make sure you study and make sure that you verify sources and make sure you're not believing and any just about anything that's out there because there's there's truth in all things and just make sure like whatever you're sharing has been verified and is what's true um you know believe in your god believe in your god too you know to be able to direct you in the way that's right, right? Um, and I, I, I would shudder to think, I would shudder to think that my salvation, you know, which is based on whether I choose Jesus Christ as my Savior, is nullified because I get a vaccine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that just seems like such, um, such a trite thing that that says, okay, that's that nullifies your faith in every way which possible. Um, and, and, and so when I'm saying, you know, trust in your God, you know, trust in your God that he'll, he'll, he's fair um, and that he's righteous and that he knows where your heart is. It's not, 
what Jesus says, you know, what Jesus says, hey, look, it's not what puts what a man puts in his body that defiles him. It's what comes out. Mm-hmm. All right. And so uh, where, what is, what is, what's that? What's the, that term? Um, what's the posture of your heart mm. as it relates to Jesus? All right. That'll be, that'll be your greater inter- indicator, not, you know, whether you think you're, you're accepting the mark of the beast or not. Mm-hmm. You know, um, as it as it pertains to vaccines and COVID, as we've said before, hey, look, don't be scared of it, don't let it rule over you with fear, but respect it, right? And that's what we were talking about in presumptive grace. It's just like, you know, you don't you don't have to let it, you don't have to let it um, scare you into making one decision or another, but at the same time, respect that that a pandemic can do harm to you, to the people that you love, that, mm-hmm. you know, the vaccine can help you or the people that you, that you love. Um, and I think I would, what I would say is that, look, Jesus didn't die on the cross, just, you know, go through all of that trouble for three and a half years, just so that it can be nullified by one shot. By a needle, two shots, two shots, two shots. <laughs> it's yeah, extra potent. It's extra. Potent. I'm not throwing away my shot. Wow, there we go. <laughs> is our Hamilton reference? Yeah, that's really true. God is more powerful than you know the, the news of salvation. Jesus' action on the cross, his death and resurrection, is more powerful than a single vaccine. Right. Yeah. It's so true. It's a so relationship. True. It's if you if the Holy Spirit is working within you. Right. And that mm. one singular thing, you know, yeah, that's not gonna Man. just like yeah. just like one just like one sin in itself, I mean, assuming that it's not the unpardonable sin, but one sin itself is not going to dissuade God from wanting to save you if Jesus is your savior. Right, there are technicalities to it, but one, but one thing is not—it's not like you know. Um, I was taught, I was <laughs> when I was growing up, I was taught that you know, if you sinned, uh, if you did not repent of that sin by the time you got home, the earth was going to swallow you up. It, it doesn't work <laughs> that way, Cora. <laughs> Dang. No, it doesn't work that way if you're on Jesus' side. He'll, you know, the Holy Spirit will convict you of some things right and you know you you might want to repent from it but at the same time once you know one choice one the 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 once in in itself or the one choice in itself is not going to nullify it it can lead to other things but what i'm saying i guess what i'm saying is hey look believe in your god that he'll save you stronger than just the one choice that you make Right. Assuming that it's not yeah. the unpardonable sin, and taking a vaccine the way that most, I would say that most scholars, most you know people that know their Bible know that it is the unpardonable sin is not a vaccine shot. Mm. Yeah, right. that's probably the one thing that you don't want to do. Right, mm-hmm. commit the unpardonable sin, and I would be very, very, very hesitant to listen to anybody that says 
that taking a vaccine is, you know, taking a sh- taking a needle into your arm. That is the unpardonable sin. Yeah. <laughs> Love to hear a sermon about that. <laughs> and deep down, like when it, what matters most, as you said, is the posture of your heart. So the mark of the beast is not as not so much about a physical identifier rather than a spiritual one. Mm-hmm. So it's the attitude of your heart, I believe, is what's in the end is what's going to matter, right? Like if if the mark of the beast is spiritual, that I believe it is, then whatever the world, I believe that if there's a one world government that people claim there will be in the end, um, and you trust that over God, then of course you're gonna get, you're gonna follow that one world mm-hmm. government and any stipulations that they put on you. Um, but if you follow God, then you know, then that's what means what it means to be sealed. So I think it's much more than a physical thing. It's a spiritual thing in the end. Yeah, for sure. Well. <sighs> I think that's it for this week. Uh, Thank you, folks, for joining us in this episode. We hope that you're blessed with our discussion and have been enlightened regarding this piercing topic. Wow. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Um, What do you all think about our conversations about vaccination? Send us a shout-out at the Prodigals. Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you like what you've been hearing, please like and subscribe and make sure you leave a review. That will go a long way in helping us out. And that's all we have for you this week. Uh, Stay blessed and stay faithful. And join us again next week for another episode of the Prodigals Podcast. Comrades. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) The Prodigals.